0: Yeah, baby, we're starting the podcast right now. We're back, you know what, dude, live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKWD. Y- really I started a social media podcast. <laughs> the fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started before them all. YKWD. Y- y- D- y- D- 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 this podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up, you're no. ruining this. Where's the bomb, I'm so sorry. It's a <laughs> comedy. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original.
1: original. Hey, the Jersey's lonely man.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, we're uh, welcome to YKWd. Are we live? We're live. Welcome to YK. <laughs> welcome to YKW. You know what? Do podcast. We're back up in the cellar, comedy cellar studios above the great comedy seller. Uh, make sure I want to thank all you guys. Patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. All the ladybugs that are a member of my Patreon. Thank you for supporting this podcast and all the things I do. Make sure you go to my Robert Kelly Live on social media, Robert Kelly. KellyLive.com for all my dates. I'm going to uh, Tampa next week. I'm going to... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to be all over the place. I'm going everywhere. So make sure you check out robertkellylive.com for all my dates. And... Excuse me, I want to thank uh, I want to thank all you guys on YouTube page so if you're watching this free on Sunday Sunday, please just hit the subscribe button. that's all you got to do. show support for the page and I got one I mean one of my favorite people I've ever met in my life in my life in and out of comedy is finally on the show uh, uh, you know I, it's hard to get him on the show because he doesn't like this medium. we'll call it a medium. Colin Quinn. What's up, buddy?
1: How's it going? Yeah, I do. I don't like it. I come on here once a year like jury duty. That's it.
0: Yeah, you do. <laughs> you really do. You like you Oh well, yeah. But why don't you Okay Why don't I like podcasts? Po- podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. Why don't you like podcasts?
1: Um, I don't know. They really do make me uncomfortable. Even even radio, I don't really like that much.
0: Anyways, dude, yeah, you do it once a year. But we start I mean, we started podcasting.
1: Yeah. And you you hated it back then. I hated it. Yeah. But I have to admit, we were number eight in
0: the nation. Right below Madonna. Right below Madonna and P. Diddy and Dane Cook. Yes, Dane oh, Cook. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. You're so good
1: at it. Well, you always say, why don't we just record our conversations and make it podcast? I'm good at conversations. I'm not great at podcasts. Podcasts are different. It's a different animal. You're great at podcasts. I hate to say this. Voss is pretty good at podcast too.
0: Oh, please! Why would you say it if you hated to say
1: it? Because he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He is good. He likes to. He likes. To <laughs> he likes to yammer. <laughs> yes.
0: He loves to talk. He loves to call you and treat you like AM radio <laughs> when he's coming back from his gig. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly the way he is. Hey, how you doing? Uh, okay. Here we go. How long's your ride, Voss? Two yeah. hours and eighteen minutes.
1: He just starts trash it, and he starts trashing you like he's on the radio. Like he's trying to
0: <laughs> And you know he's close to home and he's like, All right. <laughs> you know he's close to a 7-Eleven near his house where he can get the scratch tickets. Well I told
1: you I still accuse him of um when I was in Atlantic City a few weeks ago, I knew he was driving back that night, and I called him at like nine. And he goes, Oh, I go, I'm in Atlantic City, he goes, Oh, I'm on the road already. I was like, At nine? What time was your show? <laughs> <laughs> he boss I you- still say he was lying. <laughs> Voss
0: does the weirdest shows, dude Yeah, he does He loves it He'll call I'll call him on a Saturday Where are you? Uh, he'll just be at like some hut Outdoors At like a beer thing
1: Yeah, no, he's like He's, he's getting close to being Bert. You ever see a movie Atlantic City With Burt Lancaster and Susan no. Sarandon? No, no It's a great movie Is it really? Oh my God, is it good What's it called? It's Atlantic City Okay But it's about an aging mobster And I think Voss could have played this part and he's like this mob guy and, you know, he's being cool like the Susan Sarandon. Like she's, she's. I'm
0: sorry. Did you just say Voss can act? No,
1: no. I said, oh. he, I said he's becoming that guy. I got you. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying he, he lives it. I bet you said he could play this guy. No, no. Yeah, Maybe I did, but I meant, <laughs> I meant he's going to be him. Okay. Yeah,
0: because we know he can't act.
1: Well, it's not that he can't act, but I noticed on Tough Crowd back in that day, he was doing a scene with his daughters and they were doing fine and he was... Doing fine for a minute and then he goes into a shame spiral. And he can't be in a shame spiral and act. There's different ways to be a bad actor. Shame spiral is one, and voice goes into it every time. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What do you mean a shame spiral? What tell me? Like Can we pull that up, by the way? In the middle of the uh scene, he just started going. You just see he started to get like his face turned a little red and he started to his eyes were getting moist, and he was just started to get like you could just see he was like panicking in the middle of the scene, right? Like he was doing the scene, and then suddenly he's like, and you could just see he wanted it to be anywhere but there. Yeah, he. And the know, daughters are like, "Hey, Dad, we're working here. What are you doing?" She's <laughs> like six years old.
0: I remember the skits on Tough Crowd. Um, they were
1: fun. That was my favorite part. Sometimes, yeah, I loved those stupid sketches we did. Yeah, Norton was good in them. Yeah, Norton was real good. in Norton Batrice, was very good. In them.
0: Patrice was good in them. Well, Patrice was just,
1: you know. You know Patrice's energy as well as anybody. You know what I mean? You know it as well as anybody that lived. Yeah, it was terrible. (laughs) I mean. mean But it was a a very dominating energy. So even in the sketches, he would be sitting there looking at me like, you're making me do like four lines in this goddamn thing. Yeah. And you just see him. He was doing the sketch, doing the character, but he was also rewriting the sketch, appraising the sketch, critiquing the sketch the whole time. Yeah. That's how he was, you know you know yeah it
0: was he was um it's almost like when he got the gig as soon as he got it he was gonna rip it apart yeah as soon as he's in, he'd come up and be like, mm, you got crackers yeah fucking shitty but shitty craft services
1: yeah what yeah the fuck are you talking about I mean but that's what we that's what we loved was his that energy but but except tough crowd he loved tough crowd. And we didn't realize how much he loved it until the last episode when he almost had a tear. And he remember he called it. He goes, This, there's never going to be something like this again. First of all, here's the two things Patrice said near the end that made me really go, Oh God, he was so smart. One, he goes like this when I said, We're getting, we have a month left, we're canceled. And he was on that day and he goes, Ah, you tried to bring us up. And we just dragged you back down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did, dude. And then the other thing was the last episode, he goes, and he almost said like he got, his eyes got a little moist. I've said moist twice already. You did. Um, I like it. Yeah, and, moist uh, doesn't hurt. I like that word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he goes, Being this an X Factor guy is, is never going my favorite be. words. He goes, it's never going to be. I love all that new stuff, by the way. <laughs> you know, from the act. I love it. Your next special, before I forget, I know we're lot you should make sure the audience is eating, too. Because the specifics of what you were saying about each of the meals oh. was really funny.
0: Well, they had a, just to let you guys know, I was doing my show, and there's a guy up front who got uh, sliders, sliders uh, satay, and french fries, and the girl next to him got uh, cheese sticks. Yeah. But rough. I knew exactly what the sa- the satay yeah. was the thing that he should get. The sliders, he got a, not a hamburger, got sliders. Because it's not as big as a hamburger, so in his brain, I'm getting a slider, and then he got the fries because you got to get fries with the slider. Yeah, I'm only gonna have a cup, but I'm. I knew he was negotiating. He was gonna barter the French fries, for the French fries and one of those sliders, for a cheese stick.
1: Yeah. Also, he could go home to tell his wife. Ah, uh, you know, I had I didn't order the mozzarella sticks. I ordered those, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, just, I I didn't order that. I ordered the slider. I had one. And I they gave the other one away, and I only had a couple of fries, but I ate most of the
1: the satay. Speaking of Patrice, he was in, he was one, he used to talk all the time. He goes, why the one thing I love, food? Yeah. Why is the one thing I love going to kill me? He used to say it all the time. It's the worst. Right? It's the worst. You say it all the time. You go to his barbecue, yeah.
0: and, you know, I took over his barbecue after he'd passed away. Uh, you know, that's when I started doing the barbecue, because Keith was like, yeah, you throw a barbecue, stupid. You got a backyard. Yeah. and." But his food, when you went there, it was like he was cooking for three days. him and his mom and his aunts were cooking these you know secret black recipes <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for three days. you know because the the aunts and the mom would be upstairs the whole time. Uh, they never came downstairs. We'd be downstairs in the driveway in his you
1: never went, no, I wasn't we, invited when we you had, were we, invited. no. No, I wasn't. Don't I? No, no. The last whatever time that I, is is
0: bugging me. The last well, time I talked to Patrice, it's still bugging me though. Whatever. the last time? I don't like. It looks like a little bird, like a little Chick Fil A logo, and I don't like it. <laughs> whatever you're doing with this, the last time do this. I don't do this. Last time
1: I do, have this, not this.
0: You can do this. Don't do this. This the last is manly. time. The last time. Yeah, that is okay, too. Oh, yeah.
1: When we had when I was on Opie and Anthony, we talked about the barbecue <sighs> the time before. I go, you never invite me. He goes, because I know you wouldn't come. I go, yeah, I would if you to invite
0: me. No, you said this. You said, I probably won't, but I still get the invite. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so it proves he didn't invite me. He did invite you because you would have said no. It's still not right to not invite me. I invite you. All the time. And you say no, but you've come too. I've come many times. Yeah, because my house is a little nicer. It's in Westchester. Yeah. It's not in a driveway in Jersey City at a townhouse. With with Will yeah. with Will upstairs Will, yeah. wearing a hairnet. Yeah, Will upstairs. Holding a mop. <laughs> yeah, with 19 different songs playing in each uh, like every other driveway. <laughs> yeah. oh. Right? It's, it sounded like a car show. Kind
1: uh, yeah. um, yeah. of like the, sl- the and swap meets.
0: <laughs> Did I remember when we go there and you get there early and then there was a certain time where it's like, ah, all right, we got to go. Yeah. Let's go guys. And they would look at you like, uh, yeah, this is a black barbecue now. Right. Time to go. Once, once Will's friends showed up, it was yeah. time to go. But it, yeah. it was a, still a good barbecue.
1: Will has friends. If you ever described Will's friends, nobody could. He has friends from every country. Every type of person knows Will. You could be like, oh, this guy, you know, he's from the Jersey City hood. He's sitting there. And he goes, oh, and this is my friend who, you know, uh, teaches. He has a doctorate at Cambridge in England. Came over to hang out. And they all want to hang out with Will. It's just bizarre.
0: Nobody can make We got, we got that else. clip of Voss acting. You got it? Oh, I couldn't find that one, but I have another tough crowd clip. Of? The, of uh, you and uh, of Patrice. Okay, yeah, pull that up. Let me see this. But make it large. Make it all the way. Hey, put your headphones on so you can hear. Yeah. teaching sex, and they're actually teaching to refrain from sex, right. right? Well, no, you should, everybody's, they look, they've been having sex for years. My mother had my sister when she was 15, she had me when she was 18. They just were talking about <laughs> What are you laughing at? I don't <laughs> want to say it. I don't... Say it. No, not gonna... Shut up and say it. Don't you dare say it. I won't say it. Don't say you, say it. It. you dare say his <laughs> Mother's a whore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> Everybody right now. Get
1: back to you freaking you don't want to call her out. Huh? You could have no. said she was 25, you stupid asshole. It's different in the... oh if you guys to anthropology, Samoan culture. They have sex very young. <laughs> and they have children young. That's cool. I understand. My mother was. Can I get back? Coming of age. Of Look four. at Kevin. You called my mother a whore. I, I, did I called you.
0: my great-grandmother a whore last time I was on. I didn't call her. She had... I didn't go. She, she... She, she
1: had a mother when she was six. <laughs> I said his great grandmother was. By every, <laughs> yeah, I see she was written. I find that judgmental. I, I don't know, Bobby. My love really is a hug.
0: Who's <laughs> that, <was like> Kevin? <laughs> Kevin Hart.
1: We're
0: Who's starting? this <laughs> other guy? Yeah, you know, who the hell else was on Who's it? Who's that other guy that was just this is the problem with that show? Yeah, is that as a if like that was, I mean, dude, it was a battle, it was terrifying, yeah, to go on that show with Patrice or Geraldo or um I mean Voss, Norton, you. DePaulo. De pa- oh, DePaulo was the worst. <laughs> DePaulo was the dude, DePaulo was the fucking worst. Because as soon as you showed up, he's just looking at you like <laughs> like sizing you up, like, ugh, what'd you write? Who'd you have write your jokes? Yeah, you know, he just started hitting you in the green room. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's like. He
1: was mean in the green room. He was mean in the green room, dude. That's what people. Wow. You just said something really important, but I'll talk about it later. (laughs) Which is the green room was as brutal as the show. We should have been filming the green room.
0: The green room was a nightmare. Yeah. It was terrible. I remember getting there early. It was only a couple blocks away from my house. Yeah. Which is just. I didn't realize how amazing that was to walk to a TV show. Uh, and then I remember walking up there and, oh man, I remember going up into the green room and then if you got, I remember when I first started, uh, Keith and Norton and Patrice were writers on the show and, and Sherrod Small was a writer. Yeah. And I mean, they were always there early and, and Nick was too. Yeah. And it was just a nightmare cause they owned that green room. Yeah. That was their room. Yeah. You showed up, they were fucking with people. And and I was kind you of you
1: were tough enough to handle it though, you knew how to stand there and do it. You grew up with guys. You understood. I'm yeah. not gonna. T- you understood that you can lose, but you can't be weak.
0: Yeah, but I always took it too far. That yeah, was well, thing.
1: that was your thing. Yeah, that's I took thing. it too far. Yeah.
0: I would always go way too far. Yeah, and that sucked. Yeah, I would. And, and I remember I would always get angry. Like me with Apollo, I would get mad. Yeah. Like, I'd want to fight. Well, you said he reminded you of your uncles. That's not one of them. All five of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all five of them combined. That's what he he, he reminds but me of.
1: Let me just say one thing about the, uh, the writer's room. So here they are in the writer's room. I hire them as writers because I'm thinking, hey, these guys are going to be grateful because not only are they on this show, they can make money as writers and they're all funny. <sighs> Little did I realize who you're dealing with. I walk in, Keith Norton... I forget it was something where I was like, "Okay, guys, it was like the first or second day." Yeah, they're on. They're watching early porn on the computer, and one, the, one of them's lying on the couch. I think Keith is lying on the couch, and no one's at the desk. And they're both like half asleep, watching porn. <laughs> and it was like, I'm doing like eleven, Like we just got in. I said, "Okay, the assignment for this show is going to be this. We're trying to get the show off the ground. It wasn't picked up yet." This was the test shows that were the writers on, right, right. <laughs> so it wasn't picked up. Like this is eight test or twelve test shows. So this is like serious. You know, this is the crunch time where you don't play games. We're not in year three. What were you thinking? I was so mad. I was like, I can't wait to fight. I told them all. I said, you're all gonna be fired after this. I swear to God.
0: What were you? Ungrateful what were you thinking? Hiring all those guys.
1: I told you what I was thinking. I was thinking these guys are they're right. They're they're all funny people. They'll be able to. You know what I mean? They'll want to step up to the plate. And you
0: thought him. Keith Robinson was going to step up to a plate?
1: Yeah, I thought that. I, <laughs> I thought you
0: thought Keith Keith was going to unbelievable. Keith was going to get a pen and a pad and just step up to the plate with a legal or maybe a, you understand? You understand? He didn't know how to type. He doesn't know how to type. You hired a guy who two guys, yeah, who two two people that don't know how to use a typewriter or a keyboard. They don't know how to type. And they were writers on your show. Yeah. A year before you gave Keith the job as a writer on your show, a writer. Yeah. A writer. We were, I taught him how to use the internet wow. and I at, a, at in 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 Amsterdam. He didn't understand the internet. He was like, What do you what do you mean? It's, well, what what's that noise? Kirk. Well, why is it making that noise? Is it broken? And I saw him typing on the thing, (laughs) typing like that with one finger, not two, one, one finger. And he needed glasses, but he was too, uh, he had too much machismo to put him on. He was too egotistical to wear glasses. So it took him around 45 minutes to write this letter to these people and we didn't get the job.
1: Oh, you told. Well, that was. Yeah. yeah, that was the famous one about India, the trip to India. I, even I know about that. He's a, terrible. A Passage to India, part two. Oh, God damn. I remember that.
0: What well, now? You did the. You did Tough Crowd. um, And then you started after Tough Crowd was over, right? And yeah. you were smoking a lot during Tough Crowd. That's the one thing people don't know about you. Like, I smoke cigars. People know me for smoking cigars. Right. right. But you. Were the first one, I mean, you were one of the first comics I met that was smoking bats.
1: I was smoking, but I was smoking them like cigarettes. I was smoking them around the clock. Right. I mean, I was buying, I was buying almost a box a day. And I was inhaling them. And I was like, my whole, my whole life was ruled by cigars. Because I wanted to be smoking cigarettes. But I said, oh, I'm not going back to cigarettes, but I might as well have been. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, but cigars was crazy, dude. You smoked cigars, but you smoked expensive cigars. I smoked Davidoffs, dude. People don't know that Davidoff is this is the most one of is Padron and Davidoff are the most expensive cigars yeah. you can get. They're twenty five dollars a cigar now. They're probably fifteen or twenty back then.
1: No, no, these were baby. They were smaller. They were like um, I would smoke almost a box of. Medium sized ones. Medium sized ones are still expensive too. Oh yeah. I was spending I was spending at least six hundred a week on cigars. That's fucking nuts. And that was in two thousand and three, two thousand four, whatever. That's nuts. My whole house smelled like an, an ashtray. You smoked them inside? In the house. And in the on the balcony. And on the balcony. And when I went on the road, if I went on the road for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, gig, I would have to bring three boxes. Of cigars. Mm-hmm. Dude, you were
0: smoking cigarettes, but there were cigars. That's right. Right? Yeah. That's inexpensive. <laughs> it
1: was the stupidest thing. It was so expensive.
0: Yeah. I mean, I smoke cigars. Yeah. But that's nuts. Yeah. And that's a good cigar. Yeah. That's the best. what'd you get it over on fifty something?
1: Yeah. They had that place
0: in Columbus Circle.
1: Yep. Davidoff. Five. Geneva. Davidoff Geneva, whatever those called. It's still there. Oh, it is. I think so. Yeah.
0: Oh, they might have moved over to fiftieth.
1: Yeah, and they're not there
0: anymore. Maybe fiftieth and 6th. Uh, they They're over on six yeah. now. Um, I go there. Yeah, I love it. Do you miss cigars? Um, yeah, but I miss cigarettes too. You miss cigarettes? I don't miss cigarettes. I love cigarettes, dude. I remember I was waking up coughing.
1: I'd wake up in the middle of life coughing so bad that I would throw up. How about the people that have to they wake up in the middle of the operation of a cigarette? Who? There's people that have to wake up in the middle of their operation. If you're having like, an eight-hour operation you're a real chain smoker, they have to wake you up and give you a cigarette.
0: Why do they have to?
1: Because your body will go into shock because it's so used to smoking.
0: So you have to wake <laughs> What the fuck? So that, like, if I had an eight-hour operation when I was fat, I have to wake up and they have to give me fries and, like, a hamburger and a shake?
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? No. That was, like, a big thing.
0: Is this something that you, you heard
1: on the internet? It was before the internet I heard it, so that's why I believe it. You, But before... <laughs> but before... So there was even more of a rumor. <laughs> yeah, dude. Before the internet.
0: That's when they had the frozen hot dog chick, too, back in high school. Well, who's that? The one who got the hot dog, the frozen hot dog stock up her pussy. Did you ever oh, have no. that one? I never heard about that. You never heard about that? I mean, am I crazy? Oh, shit. Maybe it was just a... There was a fat chick that <laughs> that was real. I thought it was a. Everybody knew that the girl stuck a frozen hot dog
1: up her pussy and it broke off. Why would that be bad? She could just wait for it to melt. But it's still up her pussy. Yeah, but I'm saying once it melts, you can take it out. With what? Salad tongs. <coughs> <laughs> what? So, prepare nice salad tongs. So you get, your, you gotta go.
0: So now you went into the freezer yeah. as a girl, a chubby girl, and you got hot dogs. You're bringing them back to your room. Your mother's like, ah, she's a little chubby. Maybe she's eating frozen hot dogs, like popsicles. Yeah. You stuck them in your vajaj. Yeah. Broke off. It's up there. Now you're going to go back out and get salad tongs?
1: Yeah, you go back downstairs. You go, Mom, uh, you make yourself a nice little salad. She'll be happy. So you You slip them into your your folds of fat and bring them up. (laughs) If she's as fat as you're claiming she is, she can fit a lot of stuff. (laughs) See... So why don't you just
0: go down and just stick it in her flap? She's sticking it. She can just put the salad. She didn't need to get the salad. But you're saying the salad's like a deterrent, <laughs> yeah. just in case they fall out. A Diversion. A, a diversion. Yeah. Just in case it, it, they fall out of her flap. Yeah. Do you ever hear that Sa- Santorelli joke? What one? When those lady was in the store. She put a ham under her shirt. Now she was leaving. The guy bumped into her, and the ham fell out of her shirt right on the ground, and made a loud noise, and she went, "All right." Who threw that ham?
1: <laughs> he Frank really was one of the funniest. He used, to, he used to go like this in the middle of his act sometimes. He was bombing. He'd go, folks, what we're experiencing right now is what we in the business call a lull. <laughs>
0: Dude, he he used to make me laugh. Man. So funny. He would do the straw thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. At the end of the night when, the, when they turn the lights yeah. on, time to go home. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, (laughs) he was really funny. Very funny. If you guys don't know who that is, it's the guy who uh, Tony Soprano used to beat up with the phone at uh, the bottom. Used to
1: beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. Used to beat him up.
0: It's a weird thing, fame like that. Yeah, fame like that is weird. Where you're a guy on a a show. How like that? That must go forever. That type of fame, but then it slowly peters out. But it
1: doesn't go in a good way. What do you mean? Cause he's not one of the guys that gets on the Soprano podcast. You know what I mean? Like right. he's not one of the guys. He's a guy that, you know, people are like, oh, hey, he gets his ass kicked. You know what I mean? So then I'm sure he still did some stand up, but he, he didn't he didn't do as so much stand up after that.
0: Did you see did you go on the Sopranos podcast? No. They had that, it's serious. Those guys all right. Right, I know they do. Right. Yeah. And I went on it and it was a fucking nightmare. Why? Because they treated me like shit. Cause you'd never been on the Sopranos? I wasn't on the Sopranos. First of all, I auditioned for the Sopranos a couple times. Uh one time, fuck, who's that comic with the glasses? Really loud from, from around here. Loud. Hey, oh man, what's his name? How you doing, buddy? All right, good for yeah. He was on Stern a lot back in the day. He used to fight with Stern. He was Oh, Pat Cooper. Pat Cooper. So I'm going in, auditioning out in Queens. Silver Cup, I think it is, wherever they yeah. do the soprano. It's huge. It's the sopranos. Yeah. And I'm auditioning for somebody who gets killed by Christopher. <gasps> Christopher, it's a, when you get to get that, because you know the sopranos would do a show, 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 and then they, we'd all be waiting for the murder. And that was the big one. You know, it'd be like, oh, talking, talking, therapy, home, bang, boom, someone gets murdered. Yeah. Right. Boom, 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 right. boom, Right. 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 Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be big. This is, So uh, I go in, I'm sitting there. It's me and another guy in the middle of the afternoon. All of a sudden the door opens. It's Pat Cooper. All right, gentlemen, you can go home. I got it. I just murdered in there. And he does five minutes in the hallway with the staff, like the people and the other comedian. I'm just like, fuck me. Fuck me. So I go in and it's everybody. It's like someone's getting the part today. So auditions go like, you know, they go, you go, you, you know, you go in, then you come back, you get a producer call back, then you get a director call back, and then they make a decision usually. This was you're going in, someone's getting this thing today. They're not fucking around, they're gonna shoot things. right. And I went in and uh man, I started using, I don't know, I got nervous because that Pat Cooper shit. Yeah. And I started using my hands. Yeah, you got into Pat's energy. I got into Pat's fucking energy, dude. And all of a sudden, the lady—oh, okay, great. She walked up. She whispered in my ear. The, pe- the beautiful casting director. She goes, "Stop using your hands. Oh. Sit on your hands." Oh my god! And I, so then I did this. Yeah. <laughs> and it fucking killed me. I had nothing. Yeah. I just was like, I just—I heard her going, "Sit on your hands." Yeah. Stop using your hands. Yeah. And it fucking sucked the energy
1: out of me. And oh. Pat didn't get it either. The other guy got it. Pat. You know, Pat, I, I mean, I've known Pat since the 90s. Yeah. We, my friend did a show. We used to have these phone calls where Pat would call in and then I'd call up and bust balls and be like, it was like a, a joke that at first Pat wasn't even in on it where, where I'd be like speaking 90s dialogue like, Pat, it's about dysfunctional family. What? What are you talking about? I go, well, show business, sometimes it's unfulfilling. Go, go sell fish for a living. Then come back and tell me what's unfulfilling. <laughs> like, we just get him going. But then when he was on, you know, he was on Tough Crowd all the time. with, And him and Patrice were like, love at first sight. Really? Oh, my
0: God. You know who I hated Patrice? Who? Um, What's his name? Dom Irira. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. He came. I was at the cellar one night yeah. when he came back from Tough Crowd with Patrice. Yeah. And... Let me say, just say this: All the he was saying some pretty fucking harsh things about Patrice. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he had him.
1: Yeah, because Patrice was like, "Why don't you strap that joke to you and run into a a building or something in Iraq or some shit like that?" <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he wasn't used to the. Uh, oh, but but Pat and him. But anyway, Pat was on uh, Tough was on Cop Show too. Yeah, and but what, the funniest time I was with Pat was this guy named Ray Garvey. Do you remember Ray Garvey? He was no. Like, he was a cop who ran a comedy club, Pips in Brooklyn. Which was like, Pips, I, I heard of Pips. Yeah, so it was a real. I'll tell you the first time I went to Pips. I'll tell you two stories. If you know, One is when I, but well, first I'll tell the Pat Cooper one. But so Ray Goff is like, hey, Colin, you want to come out to Pips? I'm doing a movie. Woody Allen's going to do stand up in my movie. I was like, Ray, you're not getting Woody Allen to do stand up. He isn't in stand up. He's been offered millions and millions of dollars for 40, 50 years to do stand up. He's not doing stand up. He goes, no, he's coming out. He's a friend of mine. I was like, oh God. So I go, I'll do it. Lo and behold, I'm on stage. I'm sitting in Pips watching Woody Allen do stand up. Fuck you. Brings me up. No shit. Yeah. Woody does. Yeah. And he's filming it. This is all being filmed. They're shooting a pilot. So anyway, the pilot is being shot. So everybody's there. Every, like Tony Sirico was there. You know, he was still alive. Yeah. He goes, hey man, that was funny. I go, thanks. He goes, hey. I said that was funny I, I don't just Say things This is before Sopranos like oh shit And then <laughs> Why do Italian people
0: Have to yeah. Why do they have to Make you feel The way they want you to feel Yeah You know what I mean Hey yeah. no I want you to feel more Right That's not enough Right
1: You didn't I wasn't uh, Like I was too like Hey thanks Like yeah. pal He's like oh You don't walk by me And say thanks pal You know I get the special treatment You know what I mean Yeah Italian people
0: Need to learn You don't need to say everything Yeah you don't have to say it all. Yeah, everything you goes through your brain. Some of it you can keep in your fucking head. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, they're fucking. Well, that's the thing. And the other, the oh, but anyway. So, uh, so I'm up there. Woody Allen's there, right? So now in comes, so they they got Woody Allen in a, in a pilot yeah. that they're gonna try to sell. He's in a pilot. This is like 1999. Woody Allen doesn't do anything <laughs> except his stuff. He was still. Where is this? This is in Pips in Brooklyn. No, but she where is Pips. this
0: fucking footage?
1: Oh yeah. So then I don't know where he died, but but um, died a couple of years later, and uh, but anyway, uh, and by the way, so anyway, I go to I go to a, I'm sitting there. So Danny Aiello's in the pilot, too. Everybody's in it. All, all the Italians are in. So Danny Aiello pulls up, and he's got it. He's got a Jaguar, his own car. So they are going, well, We're going to shoot the scene. You're getting out of this car now. He goes, "Don't you think we should use the Jaguar? It's here anyway." <laughs> he wants to show people, of and course. they're like, "You're right." Yeah. So they start shooting the scene. Hey, Danny, uh, he gets out of the Jaguar. Pat Couples pulls up in a car service. This is a low budget thing, you know. Pat Coop is across the street on Emmons Avenue, big avenue in Brooklyn, Sheepsey Bay. And he goes, "Why?" He gets. They send a car service for me, and they send a Jaguar for Danny Aiello. I'm leaving. They're like, "No, no way. No, no. It's his car. I we're using it for the scene." You know. <laughs> All right. He calms down. So then Woody Allen does a stand-up, brings me up. I do stand-up in front of Woody Allen. Yeah, he, You know, we, we're sitting down. We, they're all sitting in the audience now. So now Pat, they want Pat to shoot. So they got Woody Allen in the audience. So they're getting close. You know, they only got two cameras. So they're getting all reaction shots of Pat. Pat Cooper goes on for 15 minutes and is brilliant, you know. I mean, he rips. He's free associating. And then, so then Woody Allen's got to leave. So now they're going to get Pat. So they go, okay, thanks, Woody. Okay, Pat, now we're putting the cameras on you. We're going to get close-up on you because, what do you mean? Well, we we were shooting. We had to get Woody's reaction. He has to leave. What? So you want me to ad-lib? You want me to do what I just did, work off the top of my head that I just did, that had this whole room laughing, that I worked my whole life at my craft to be able to do that? You want me to do that again because you had to get – Fucking Woody Allen On the fucking camera Laughing You can't just get a shot at him You couldn't fucking tickle him Before I got here You need to My fucking brilliant shit Fuck you Fuck Ray Garvey Fuck Woody Allen Fuck you all And he just storms out No Yeah And then we go next door to, to try to calm down Jackie Martling was there too And then he goes we're at Randazzo's, and all those people are like, hey, Pat Cooper's going crazy. <laughs> he's screaming, and Jackie, while he's going, no, now listen, uh, you know, when he relax, he goes, hey, who the fuck, Jackie, don't tell me to fucking relax. What do you fucking, work for this show? Don't fucking worry about me. He's screaming in the this restaurant. It was so, it was so great. It was so classic Pat, you know. Uh, yeah, he's funny, man. Is he, he's dead, right? No, he's, he's alive. alive, but he's like Jeez. 96, you know, he's really tall. He's 96 He's a tall guy But let me tell you The other Pips story quick So I go to Pips One of my first times Doing comedy Every time I did comedy In the early days Something something went wrong You know every My early shows Are all like stories So this one I go to Pips And I've been to Pips before I've been there once In Brooklyn you know Yeah. And so I go to Pips And I'm gonna get a number You know I said I'm gonna get a number I walk out I'll probably tell you this But outside On the outside The place is closed It's locked It's 3 mm-hmm. in the afternoon On a Wednesday That's audition night And there's a sign. Somebody put a sign on the outside of the window, taped it, says like, you know, Joey uh, DeConcerto is not going to be here tonight, whatever his name was, right? Uh, and so, the, so I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know what that means. Anyway, finally they open about an hour later, come back. Audition night is starts at seven, hanging out for three hours, you know, all excited, doing comedy. I've done it twice, maybe three times. And then I go on stage there's like eight people there. It's a Wednesday night. I don't even, you know. Seth Schultz was the famous owner at the time, Marty Schultz. And then eight Italian kids from Avenue X, which at the time was, you know, a famous place. Like 1984. Or Avenue X. Avenue X.
0: And they Sounds badass.
1: Tattoos. Oh, boy. Before interviews, we were even wearing tattoos. White beaters, you know.
0: When tattoos meant something. When tattoos now meant tattoos, A guy owns a donut shop. <laughs> Fucking asshole. And you look closer and the tattoos are unicorns and fucking right. balloons. You're like, ugh, this guy's an asshole. Keep kicking him in the nuts tattoos. Yeah. How? Yeah. Oh. Hey. Joe
1: DeRosa, come on. You like, don't you said a sandwich shop, didn't you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But um no, but uh-huh. yeah, needless shot at Joe, why not? Um Joe has the worst tattoos ever. No. But he goes, uh but he goes but he goes. Oh, so they all walk in, eight guys. There's seven, maybe there's 12 people in the audience. And it's like a bunch of Auckland my comedians, me. I'm on stage. And there's like eight people's home watching these guys walk in. A the minute they walk in, I go, this is bad. Yeah, I know this is, can't be good. And I don't even know. The, all shaved heads, just like 1985, all shaved heads that summer. Walk in, start flinging chairs. Everybody, the show's over. This place is shit. Fuck this place. Um... And so everybody's like, oh, shit. They, they really ran it like, you know, fuck. So they walk out. You're still on stage. I come off stage. Okay. I stand next to the owner. I'm ready to back. Of course because, you are. Because I'm like, I'm going to get in at this club. That's how bad I wanted to be a comedian. I'm like, I'm with this fucking guy. I'm not going to fucking. Meanwhile, I'm terrified. These guys were <laughs> serious. They would have gave us a real clinical beating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No emotion. Yeah. They would have just gave us a real clinical yeah. beating not just to kick our ass and teach us a lesson, but sure. to teach everybody in their future a lesson of what happened. Yeah. But the owner's like, ah, and I'm just standing next to him like this, and the guy's like, hey, who's this fucking asshole? Like, you know, And but they walk outside because they have a flatbed truck set up. So yeah. their friend Joey, whatever his name was, had, had auditioned Wednesday before, and they didn't pass him. Hmm. So they were pissed. So they chased the crowd out. So Joey's on top of the truck doing his act from Evan Wax from those days. Hey, you ever notice you fucking grab your cock you fuck this fucking asshole? He's doing it outside? He's doing it on top of the flatbed truck. So when the people come out. So like seven people stayed and watched. I should have left the comedy then. Seven people got terrorized out of the club. And they're like, oh, I guess the show's out here now. And a couple of them are like laughing at his jokes. And I should have left the business. But... Because I stuck with him, yeah. he gave me a Friday night spot. Really? At the club, and I bombed, and then they never used me again. But he <laughs> uh, but I, he gave me a Friday night because they, they knew I was with them. Right. Seth Schultz was like a famous guy at that time.
0: It's yeah. so weird when you talk about clubs, you know. Um, you think about, like, when I was coming up, it was Nick's. Yes. Nick's Comedy Stop in Boston, and now. I mean, it's still there, but it's not Nick's. No. Um, you know, the Aku Aku... They had the Aku um, when I was coming up. Uh, Dick Doherty's. Dick, yeah. Dick, Dick. Doherty's Aku And they had the Remington's. They had the old uh, Comedy Connection, the Chow Street Playhouse. Yeah. I was down the end of Nick's. I mean, all these iconic, like, oh, my God, clubs. But they go away. Yeah. Clubs go away. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, when I moved to New York, Caroline's was the mothership. It was like the ultimate. Right. The Strip was the club. Was the champagne club of the city. The Strip. Never. When I was here. Never. I'll say it again. Let me try it one more time. Because I, I, th- I think the headphones. <laughs> let me turn yours out. <laughs> it was when I moved here, the champagne club of the city. <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. Can you hear that? You hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. It was when I moved here. When I
1: moved here. Watch my mouth. When I moved here. The strip was not the champagne. I, I was the bartender at the strip. Do you understand? That was. I'm saying when I moved here is the I key was the part. Bar- no, I'm just saying how deep my history with the strip runs. When
0: I moved here. All right, let me. Wrong word. Champagne's not the word I'm trying to no. use. No. It was the hot
1: club. It was the hot club, right.
0: I mean, really? You're fucking with me over champagne and hot? Because... I know the strip very
1: well. If you
0: fucking make a bird face again at me, I'm going to break that little thin <laughs> Irish pinky. It's bugging me. You're fucking bugging me with this little Chick-fil-A, whatever because... you... Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. It's in my skin. I hate it so much. I want to go and just break that.
1: Huh? Why don't you fry it?
0: Yeah, but... Um... It was the... I mean, dude, it was the hot club. Is that better?
1: No, it wasn't really the hot club It was Because for, for you yeah. new guys it was David, well, I'm saying David Tell didn't work there That's what I'm saying When I
0: came here That's where all the industry was They had this comic strip live The seller wasn't shit Well, what no. year was that? Uh, 98 97, 98,
1: 99 That's ridiculous what you? The seller talking? was already the shit the seller was not the, the shit cell- I'll tell you exactly what, ready? Uh, Here's thing. the order the seller, number one. You're nuts. It was nuts. Boston num- comedy, number two. You're fucking nuts. And then the strip. You're fucking crazy. You're crazy. You're telling me about New York comedy. I'm telling you, when I was here. You're telling me what the New York <laughs> comedy scene was like. You played Catch a Rising
0: Star in the original improv, which
1: when I got
0: here was an Italian restaurant. Yeah, I know.
1: Yes. I know, it still is, Don Giovanni's. I was there. The restaurant. I was there a week and a half ago. I had pizza. Yeah. With oh, them. they got you good
0: restaurants. I lived right there, oh, 43rd. Oh, great pizza. And I lived on 47th.
1: Great pizza, great speed. And they still
0: pizza. got the wall, the, the improv wall. That's the I original know. improv. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad. But yeah. cool that they kept it. Yeah, yeah, stracciatelli soup there. Oh,
1: it's great. Yeah, but
0: um, but too
1: fat. you're Just telling me track. comic strip. <laughs> they have to. You're they tell- definitely have to wake us up for fries. <laughs> you're telling me the comic strip was bigger than Boston comedy at that time. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Number one, w- was it bigger? A hundred percent.
0: It was. It, here's what it was, my my friend. It, it was where the industry went. Nobody. There was no industry went to Boston. No industry went anywhere in the
1: late 90s. Dude, late 90s, early aughts. There was no industry. You guys were just so young and rookie-ish, you thought that was industry. I would come... Industry was the assistant to the assistant at fucking William Morris getting free tickets by saying we're William Morris agents. That was the industry. We work for NBC, and you guys are like, who, oh, NBC's here. I can't wait to do my best 10 minutes. <laughs> Go for They them. trick you, and they trick the comic strip into thinking they were industry.
0: I'm saying, dude... Up at that club, it was packed all the time. The cellar was not packed. Comic I, strip was, are you a just gonna, great. I mean, are room. You, do you have you talked to Don a
1: lot lately? Why? Because you keep cutting me off. Yeah. Well, it's a podcast. supposed to let your guests speak. It's not about you talking. You fucking talk the whole time. Let your guests talk. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, no. The I said the comic strip was the best comedy room for laughs. It bounced off the walls there like nothing else.
0: But what I'm saying, can I talk? Yeah. What I'm saying. <laughs> is that when I came to the cellar in 97, 98, right. 99, 2000, they had a 9 o'clock show to 2 in the morning, and it was dead a lot of the times. During the week, dead. The Boston, dead. The only times the clubs were okay was on the weekends, and the Boston had two shows a night, and this place still, had, I think, had two shows a night, Oh, one one from 9 to... And it was good, but then at the end of the night, when I went on, maybe when you went on... When you went on on the early part of the show, right? it was it was okay. But when I went, I was dead. As opposed to what I'm comparing to it now, which is 17 show, show, sold out shows a night. Sure. And what it is now is, holy shit. Right. Back then, if you went to the strip,
1: the strip was always packed up. First of all, the, the strip only had one show, too. They didn't have two shows then during the week. They had one show. Did you hear that? What?
0: Your stomach? That was my rage. <laughs> that was my stomach. You just ripped my, my surgery open. You just rip, you just ruined the surgery. It ripped open. It literally just ripped my stomach open. That's how mad I am at you right now. <laughs> the, the truth ripped the f- your stomach no, open. No, it's not the fucking the the fact that you as a conversation you have a show right now called Small Talk. Yes. It just got renewed. The fact that you don't know how to do small talk <laughs> right now, where you're going to war, your this is me. I, this is what your battles
1: on. Yes. No. Yes, because I just said it was a good club. Why wouldn't I make this my battle? The comic strip. Why wouldn't I make the New York comedy scene? And I bought ten of the damn comic strip. And I was you at the com- in the fucking and I was 80s. at the comedy cellar every night from '96 to 2000 and probably yesterday. <laughs> so I know exactly when it was not hot. The early Here's the problem The early You're thinking of the early 90s It was deserted Not the late 90s The late 90s It was already popping No it was not popping
0: It started started popping When Tough Crowd Tough Crowd No it was
1: popping before Tough Crowd here! So was I! You weren't! I was here. You were here, but you were not here. I was at the club every night. You Believe was- me, I was so depressed at SNL. I was at the comedy club every goddamn night. I knew exactly what was going on.
0: It was popping. Not were, like it is now. But you were not... When you were on SNL and I was down here, it was not popping. They were made the waitresses sit in the crowd. Yes, that was in the early and mid-90s, not the late. All right, day. well, then maybe I'm a couple years off. Maybe, yeah, Maybe, what? Yeah, I'd say you're definitely a couple of years fucking, old. fucking... You're, you're
1: telling stories is there a, you weren't I, here for. I want to fucking... Is there a crossbow? You're, you're telling stories that you weren't even here for. I want to you hear, heard that they used to make the waitresses sit in the audience. I, Suddenly you've made it like you were there. I it. was there. I was there. I was fucking there. You're calling me a liar? You're saying I'm, I made shit up? You're imagining... You, we're never going <laughs> to... We're
0: never going to... We, we could if you fucking just gave an inch. Why would I? When I know
1: you're wrong and I'm right, i I think you're wrong and I think I'm right. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. That's a, this is why wars happen in the world. This <laughs> how Russia and the Ukraine feel right now. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Mad I'll be. I'm killing with your staff.
0: They love you. They <laughs> fucking love you. I told you, fucking Danny. Hey man, um, I know that um, we get. You know, we get drinks and stuff. Uh, should I? You, he wanted your number. Uh, could I get Colin's number to find out what he drank? I'm like, no. <laughs> he wanted to confirm with you. I go, he's confirmed. If you think you non-blinking autistic fucking asshole from Jersey, I'm giving you Colin Quinn's number so you can somehow finagle your way into his life. It's not. Then he goes, he goes, okay, uh, do you want a coffee or something? And I, he asked about you, didn't ask about me. Yeah. So I came up and I go, where's my coffee? He goes, what? Oh. I go, yeah, I'm... The guy. <laughs> I'm the guy. I'm the guy. You tw- I'm the fucking dude. This should be this should be the name of the podcast. I'm the guy. <laughs> he he didn't even care about my coffee that I no. get every week. Mush, do I get a coffee every week? Yes. Joe, do I get a coffee every week? Correct. Yes. Max.
1: Yeah, you get the coffee every week. <laughs> oh my I, god. I get a coffee every week, right? It's like sitting at the table with Jake Lamont and Raging Bull. <laughs> Honey, can I get the coffee?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at Danny's mouth. He can't. He hasn't blinked.
1: Not because he's in shock of what I'm saying. That's just he, he doesn't blink. No. <laughs> well, but go ahead. So what were we saying? Let's get back to what were we were talking about before we get into this sidetrack. Sidetrack of comedy. What the popular clubs were in the late '90s. Yeah, we're talking about
0: clubs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we, but I do want to talk about your small. Small talk. Off-Broadway show that just got renewed in a different theater. Yeah. For how long? Five weeks. All right. Now, I was all set up to go. I went and bought tickets. Um, I got front row. I picked my seats. I paid for them. I got two of them. I got the side, right the aisle seat. Even though I'm not as big anymore, I don't need the aisle seat. I got it. Second row, actually, because I didn't want to be first row because I wanted you to see me.
1: I see the first row. I talked to the first row
0: of the whole show. Okay, great. Well, you the the Colin Quinn Mush
1: was once again in full fucking effect. Bob feels he's jinxed when he comes to my shows. <laughs> Tell him about the first the first one of the best. Well, the first one you gave me seats. I've never
0: asked for anything from you, have I? No. I never do. No, you always buy. And uh you gave me you unlike insisted, everybody else we know. Insisted. Yeah. Insisted. And I was like, cool. I'll take it. It was the taping. Back when the taping was a big deal. Big deal. Yeah. It's not like fucking, uh, you know, every comedian has right. some pickle head with a fucking cannon yeah. <laughs> down at the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. I, really, I got my new special coming out. Fucking uh, Silly Stone 7. He's got three fucking, he's got three cannons and a Lumix G5. <laughs> An assistant knows how to do lights. I just saw my special. It's 13 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shoot it over five years. Yeah. At the end of it, it's going to be a full special, and then I re-release it.
1: <laughs>
0: Fucking god. Oh, it's sad. He really just sucked the life out of it. Hey, what's your name? Uh, Greg. Yeah. I got a new special. It yeah. shot at the cellar. Are you past it, the cellar? No, but they let me shoot it. I uh, I opened for Greg Stone one night. <laughs> And I used my iPhone. I shot a special. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Anyways, you got this thing going on. Well, you 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 gave me the tickets and you sat me. So I show up and I've told this before, but this will be for people who haven't heard the story. I showed up my beautiful wife and she got dressed up. She got her hair blown out, 250 bucks at the time, which is pretty expensive. Damn right. Yeah. And um, I dressed up. I looked like a million bucks. We walked only a few blocks from my house. We walk up there, went to dinner before. We had a nice little dinner and we're all dressed to the nines and we show up and I'm looking for my, you know, my pass because I'm going to, I'm not going to be, I put these other savages waiting in line, but apparently, all right, well, I'll, I you know what? Let me just go. I'll get my tickets. I get my tickets and I'm walking up to the lady and she's standing there and I go, all right, cool. Um, I'm pretty sure she's going to go, oh, Mr. Kelly, my name will probably hold some weight now because you're like, make sure that they get these and, you know, and she just went. I looked It's literally one seat in from the door. There's the fucking door to the theater right here. There's a row that doesn't even fold back. It's like an exit row on the plane. Those seats. I'm one in front of that, but not on the end. I'm in the middle behind a fucking camera. I'm in the dead zone where they, they call it killing seats. When they come in, they go, we gotta kill these, this back two rows, we gotta kill that," And they kill it. He put me in a killed row, just a dead row with Howard Stern fucking people behind me. Uh, Twitchels, who has <laughs> fucking <Twitchels>. Tourette's spitting in my wife's. $250 blown out hair. <laughs> Cursing too. Cursing. Cursing. Swear. I uh, Ah, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Nickels, dimes, quarters. Ah. Yep. Stop. Fuck, fuck. Yeah. Behind my wife's head. <laughs> I'm in front. I, I couldn't see it. Uh, there's a camera in front of my head. I am v- violently angry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Next one. I'm like I don't want your tickets. No, no, no. I gotta make it up to you. No, nah, no, nah, nah. I gotta make it up to you. I don't want them. I want to buy. Please, I don't want anything from you. Last time, you fucked me. Your people don't like me. Something happened. You fucked me. <laughs> no, Bobby. You they everybody knows. Everybody knows. I I what happened last time? Uh, that made me angry. Everybody knows. We get uh Okay. I'm uptown. I'm living in Westchester at the time. I leave my family. I jump. In a car, I'm in traffic. I'm scrambling to get there. I'm calling his assistant. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm with Chris Scopo is waiting for me. That's my date. <laughs> Should have known. Uh, I, <laughs> ponytail Scopo too. When he had a ponytail, <laughs> like a fucking lesbian tennis star. It's fucking it's big fat ass. I'm calling him. He's he's relaying the man. Me- Dude, they got you. They're waiting for you. As soon as you park your car, somebody's going to be waiting you by door H. I go to door H. They take me through the thing downstairs. I'm like, oh, these guys are, there's somebody waiting for me. They take me downstairs. I'm like, wow, I'm going special seats. Up, back up an elevator, out the thing. They're like, Mr. Kelly, they're talking through a walkie-talkie. I'm like, oh, this is, he took care of me. They take me in. I go all the way down the aisle. This person walks me in. There's a person, uh, this guy, uh, Pierre Cardin from Head to Toe, this Irish Brooklyn gangster, he's got a pinky ring, he's got a thin gold bracelet with a thick bracelet, he's got a Jesus cross with a boxing fucking medallion like Rocky, he looks up at me with one eye that's dead, it's like gray, he looks up, this fucking fat motherfucker, I'm big at the time, fucking, he's gotta get up, he's bullshit, he switches seats with his girl because he doesn't want fat Bob sitting next to her. I go over, there's a girl sitting, this fat chick sitting there, as soon as she sees me, she does this. She goes, No way, fatso. I'm sitting there holding my tits. I look up, what's in front of me? A motherfucking he put me in the dead zone again. There's a camera. So I spent the whole fucking show. Every time he'd be in front of me, I couldn't see him because it was a camera. I would I would lean my head over the side of the camera like this. And I'd go on this side, and I just go, "You fucking cocksucker!" I was fucking bullshit. I called his phone right after. This is his night. He just filmed a special. I called him, "Fuck you, you piece of shit!" Remember that? Oh uh, yeah.
1: I was fucking livid. That made the night even more special. What about um? <laughs> what about the time? <laughs> what about the time when I when I uh, I I I, I don't want to say his name, but if. A guy we know that used to aggravate you was on a show. was on a show. And I told you, Bob, I'm on this show. You should go watch it. You know, I'm I'm on this episode.
0: This cocksucker, there's a guy here. (laughs) It doesn't bother me anymore. We kind of worked it out, you know, time, whatever. But at the time I was hosting at the cellar and this comic would come in and he was like the, he was a big, big to do back in the day. But at that point. I didn't right. know really who he was. I right. respected him, but you know, I'm hosting. I was on the tail end of hosting. Like I'm, I can't do this anymore. Right. I was kind of getting a little successful on the road, and it was a little taxing for me to deal with that shit. And he comes up. How's the room? Good. Uh, any birthdays? I don't. I don't. I don't. I have no idea. Um, how much time do you want me to do? How much time did you agree to do? Uh, when am I going up? You soon. I'll let you know. Well, how, how much how much time uh, Hey, Here's the thing When I go two When I give you the light And go two Get off in two minutes uh, Anybody from out of town I'm not your fucking What am I Your assistant I snapped I was I was a little out of line But I was like Go fuck yourself dude I'm not your fucking assistant Go on stage My job Hey here's uh, your name uh, And uh, get the fuck off uh, and That's it Yeah Hey give it up for this guy Get the fuck off I bring up the next hump
1: yeah,
0: I mean, it was at the point I mean, Godfrey would go five hours End of the night <laughs> I'd be sitting there like uh, uh, I heard birds <laughs> Outside oh, I had to light his money on fire <laughs> I had to light his fucking money on fire Because that's back when the host paid the comics Oh and So at that point He it was, lit his money on fire I lit him on fire And um right. So he, so he knows this and I would have, I would be up at the thing and this guy would come in town and, and he he's the type of guy that you'd be eating. He'd be looking at your food.
1: Yeah.
0: And he'd, and he'd, and he, you know, hey, how's that, uh, how's that mac and cheese? Yeah. It's good, dude. I like it. It's yeah. good. I don't, what? I don't know. Have, it's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, looks good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's good. What are they putting in there? Bread? I don't. Yeah. I'm not a fuck, I, I, I'm not, I don't work at Noma. I don't fucking know. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And then, but you want some? Oh, I'll take a little. He'd take a bite. Yeah. He'd take a bite. Yeah. Do you want a, a bite? It's more of a, hey, fuck face, shut the fuck up. It's not, do you want a bite? You want to try some? You want some? Bite. Yeah, I'll take a little bite. And would have a fork waiting. <laughs> like, out of his pocket. I don't, know, I don't know if he did magic too, but he'd have a fork and he'd just scoop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember mean, one night I just pushed my shit I was like I'm out Have it, yeah. it was, I'm fucking gone But anyways This guy I had a problem with Like You know Internally But nobody It wasn't out It wasn't out No And you called me up He calls me up When I do it I'm, I'm really excited And you, Colin doesn't do that You called me up You're like dude what, what'd you, How'd you say it You're like I said I'm on a show
1: tonight I'm really You know I'd love you to check it out tonight It's like the last episode And you know I got on I'm doing a kind of big part And I'd love you to check it out if you get a chance I said, don't worry if you can't You go, of course I will bro. I was like, oh, thank you, man, you know And then he sat through the whole show He watched the whole episode Five, five (laughs) No, it was five hours
0: Five hours It was 5.30 in the morning I started when I got home from the cellar It was 5.30 in the morning, dude I got home from the cellar at like 12. I got a little meal. I was so excited to see you on TV and act. You were so proud. You said, you said, I'm proud of my acting.
1: Yeah. And I got a phone call. Oh, It was one of the best things I ever heard. The first one was, "I did I miss it? What the fuck? What's going on here? Did I fucking miss it? I saw so-and-so. I didn't see you. I saw that fucking guy. He was on it. And then... Somewhere, I guess he just realized what happened. He goes, you motherfucker.
0: You motherfucker. The second
1: call. I mean, they were the funniest phone calls. This ever. guy,
0: he, the guy that I had a problem with is in it. And he, he made me watch five-hour <laughs> five, five shows with this fucker. Yeah. And, and I, I was like, "This what the fuck, dude? This guy's in it. I'm like, wait. And then I was like, and then I called him back, you motherfucker. Yeah. And you were laughing.
1: I couldn't stop laughing. You
0: were laughing so hard.
1: <laughs> it was so. That
0: was a good one, dude. That was a good one. That was a fucking good one. So you got this new show? Small. Yeah. Now you you've done all these. How many you've done? Four. No, I've done like six. What?
1: Yeah. How many? Six. How but what, I filmed? Name five. Them, Name six. Whoa, you're trying to say him I'm lying. Irish you Wake. Shit, you were lying. About. Irish Wake. One. Okay. Uh. The next one, My Two Cents, which Dawn saw, which you didn't see. What the fuck does that mean? Dawn came. Remember the time when you were on the road and Dawn came to the show? No. (laughs) What the
0: fuck? Hello? Dawn. Yes. You're on my podcast with Mr. Colin Quinn. Do you know Colin Quinn?
1: I do know Colin Quinn. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Colin.
0: Uh, Hi. Out of the gate, the, 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 the rhythmic gentle harmony that comes out of your voice <laughs> when you say hi Colin I've never heard
1: <laughs>
0: as your husband I like the way she says my name Colin. Hi Colin I I listen, <laughs> Dawn did you go to you know Colin? Ca- I love Colin. Right, relax. I relax. love Dawn. All right, relax you oh. too with the love. Dawn. What
1: is it?
0: Why why don't I get a rhythmic happiness? <laughs> Why do I get like you're my eighth grade math teacher, Mrs. Black? What is it, Mr. Kelly? Mrs. Black. Dawn.
1: Because yeah. you drive me crazy.
0: <laughs> do I make you Jamaican too? You're driving me crazy. Don, let me ask you. You ash- drive me mad. <laughs> Don, you went to Colin's yes. show without me?
1: When? My two cents. Oh, I, I think so. Yeah. And then you, afterwards, I, ago, I, I walked you back home down Ninth Avenue. What? <laughs> I walked you back home. What the? F- Don, he walked you home?
0: I don't even remember, but probably. What? <laughs>
1: I, I would He's get- lying. No,
0: no, <laughs> you walked my wife home. Yeah, that's a polite thing
1: to do. When? It was, I don't know, 10 o'clock. Dude, you don't fucking walk my wife home. What do you do? Not walk somebody home? Of course he does. Why wouldn't he? It's a gentleman thing to do, Bob. I'm just saying, Don. if you... I remember, remember, you know, the one thing about Colin that I remember so much was that when you had surgery, he came to the house to help me get you in the house and get you all situated. Because he's such a good friend. Thanks, Dawn. Bob forgot that conveniently. I did, I did forget that. <laughs> yeah. Was that the knee, was
0: that the knee surgery? Yes, the first one. Okay, but okay, let me ask you. Wh- okay, where plus. was he on the second one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He
1: was busy. I don't. know. I was on the road.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question, Dawn. You went and saw his show by my by yourself.
1: Yeah, probably because you, you probably got the tickets and were like, I can't go because I'm doing a kick. Exactly. I go? All right. And I said, Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah.
0: All right, great. You're not supposed to go. You're supposed to say no, I'll wait for you, but that's cool. It was only running for three days. <laughs> all right, that's great. I'm Get glad you went. You. All right, all right, all right, that's it. That's I all right. I just had a thanks, night. Dawn. No
1: problem. <laughs> Bye.
0: All right. All right. I'll see you later, Dawn.
1: See you later. Ugh. She hates me. I like the fact that she she hated you so much she didn't even say your name. She goes, "See you later." <laughs> <She> t- <laughs> That's
0: it's nuts. All right, so you got you got uh, hashtag me too. What's the name of it? <laughs> hashtag me too. What's the next one? You got you got the Irish wake. Irish wake. wake hashtag.
1: What's it? My two cents. My two cents. Um. Then I had um. Long story short. Long story short. Short. Then um. Uh, unconstitutional
0: Unconstitutional That was my favorite so far oh, thanks I love that one
1: Then I had uh, New York Story New York Story 5 Then I had uh, Red State Blue State Red State Blue State 6 6 And then this one Small Talk 7 Now Small Talk What's it about dude? I know it's about Small Talk Well it's but- about Small Talk But it's about But it's about How It's about the thing That me and you Are two great practitioners of Even though you pretend Not to love it which is the people that like to small talk when they go to a store, when they run into a person in the street, a stranger. People that like to be friendly and outgoing with people.
0: Yeah, you are the mayor of anywhere you go. And I'm on the phone with you and it's so <laughs> annoying because you get down to the lobby, and it's like, hey, all right, nice to see you. How's outside? Oh, yeah, it's going to be gonna be this week. Heard it was going to be crazy this week. How's that homeless people? All right, I'll talk to you later. I'm going down. You want anything? And then you walk on the street. Hi, hi, good to see you. Just dropped out. Oh, yeah, pick that up. Okay. Yeah, hi, all right. You get to the day. All right, ladies, uh, what are you getting a blueberry today? And they're like Asians. Oh, do, do, blueberry. We don't have blueberry. No blueberry? I'm going to get out of here. I mean, it's a constant... Fucking roll your play. It's small talk. You love it. I love it. And can I say something? Yeah, I love it too. I know you do. I'm so good at it. I know. I'm it's, awesome. I know. I love it. I'm in an elevator, and hey, how's it going today? I mean, I, I, it, it is a gift to be able to do small talk.
1: It's, it's, and it's a pleasure, and it's you know, I talk about it in the show. That's why really you're gonna love this show. It's really all about how what small talk, the relationship it establishes, and things like that, but. I small talk people the whole crowd. That's why I say I talk to the front row. I, I make them small talk with me the whole time. Oh, crowd. no shit. And some of them really, you know, they, they get weirded out by it, you know. People, I mean,
0: you know who's good at small talk? Who? Max. Oh, he is? Max gets in the elevator and immediately be like, hey, just just that. Hey, I'll go like this to a guy. Hey. Yeah. And the guy, and the guy will be like, hello, how's it going? You going to the pool today? And the guy's like, well, we were going to. Oh. It's good. The pool's good. You're gonna love it. The waterfall's not working. I think, and he'll repeat stuff like you he heard me, mom say. I think they're knocking the hotel down. They're gonna redo it. Oh, and the guy's like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure." <laughs> and we're like, "What the fuck?" Great. Yeah, he's great at it.
1: Yeah, he's a friendly guy. That's why
0: Max is a friendly,
1: friendly, friendly guy. Good guy. Great heart.
0: Good heart. You know what he did today? Woke up this morning. School day off. No school. Uh. Shoveled the driveway with the new electric snowblowers I got. One for him, one for me. And then we went next door, did the neighbors. Nice. And we went across the street, did another neighbors. Dolores? Dolores is gone. Um, No, she's not dead. She's just moved. (laughs) 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 You know we're old. Dolores is gone. Oh. Um, And then went down, did the other neighbor, and then did another neighbor. He did four neighbors. Wow. And he made money. And the last one, he got his friends to help him. He paid him five bucks each. This kid's good,
1: yeah, right. good kid, yeah, good kid, yeah. And that's small talk, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. And me and Bobby for years will be on the phone talking, and then he'll be, he'll go like, put me on with the the lady behind the counter, yeah, and then she's on hello, but oh, and he's like, just trash me or something. And she's like, oh no, he's a nice guy. Don't listen to him. Don't laugh at his jokes. He's yelling at them. Uh, it's one of my. One of it's been one of life's great pleasures.
0: Yes, yes. Calling you when you're going to get your muffin or your
1: apple fritter, yeah. and then him talking to whoever, whatever, probably twenty different countries by this time. You t- you tried to talk them off loving me. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> work, you know. These ladies, they see me every day. You know what I mean. I over tip. I hang out with them. I joke with them. I, you know, I we, know their names.
0: You're the one who taught me to tip. Oh. you're the one who taught me to tip. You tip like a fucking guinea. Yeah, you do. You tip like a fucking Italian I, Hotels I leave 20 Yeah uh, Valet Front desk Yeah I always tip People love a nice tip They love it You forget that most of the people That work for us When we're on the road Yeah Aren't getting shit They're not getting anything Anything And then a guy like us rolls up And we, they're like Oh here's another asshole You drop them a fucking 10 spot Or a 20 Yeah They lose their minds
1: It's not even the money No. Nope. That you're actually showing them A little love That you're
0: showing them A little love And
1: being like Hey this is how it should be You know Yeah
0: 100%. Yeah. Um all right dude, we're going to wrap this up. We got questions real quick for you. Sure. And uh small talk
1: is at what theater? At the it's called the Greenwich Theater on Barrow Street. Greenwich Theater. How many people does it hold? The theater holds 199. What did you just say? The theater. That's how they used to say it in the in the old days in New York. You going to the theater. Go ahead. <sighs> Question.
0: Questions. Here we go. Let me get my glasses on. I can't read. Isn't it crazy? I can't see anymore, Quinn. Um, my fans love you, dude. They fucking love you, especially the girls. They just. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Steve. F. Mary Kill. Chip. Chiperson. Doug Bell or Jim Norton.
1: Oh, that's a very good question. It is. A- um, I would say. Uh, F. Doug Bell. Really. Well Out of those three. Yeah. And marry Jim Norton, kill Chip Chipperson. I
0: would kill Jim Norton. But I hate Chip.
1: Oh, and Because then, then the
0: other two wouldn't exist. Kill, kill the source. I would kill the source. Smart. Yeah. I'd just kill him. Yeah. And then I'd jerk off on his grave. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Wow. Wow. That's. And yeah. then I'd marry his girlfriend. <laughs> I dumped on, tell her to go see your stupid show by herself. <laughs> Fucking asshole she is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Grow Weed Colin's favorite movie From the past year Oh Can I guess? Yes
1: It's an easy guess one Wakanda <laughs> <laughs> That's not it? Banshees of uh, Innisfier Whatever it's called That, <laughs> that Irish one <laughs> What is it? That Irish one With Colin Farrell No I didn't,
0: Oh the fucking
1: Banshees oh. You
0: mean Bruges 2? Yes <laughs> It's the Fucking the, uh, Otherwise known as Boring Did you watch it? I watched Bruges but this one's
1: funny That Br- funny. Bruges was funny It was a good movie yeah. But it was fucking It was Now this one's got the, This one's really like An Irish small town Just let me tell you the plot I don't want to be the spoiler alert But this is why it's funny The plot is That these two guys go out in a small Irish town 1920 They go out drinking They're drinking buddies Every day they work on the farm And then they go drinking And one day Colin Farrell Shows up at the other guy's house And goes Hey you ready to go to the pub And he goes No And he just turns around And won't talk to him And everybody in town's like What the hell Why won't he talk to you He goes And then finally he just goes Because I don't want to hang out I don't want to hang out with you anymore You you sure this isn't the Jim Norton story? (laughs) (laughs) What Robert's referring to For those of you that don't know Is Jim gave us the hi-hat About nine years (laughs) ago we were all on a team, and one day Jim just told us, and he quietly, he just yeah, he never away. said. He just walked away.
0: He just got a castle like Rapunzel and never invited <laughs> us up. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh yeah, so yeah. so he so, never talked to him, and then so, you, yeah, so and, and, he, and that's the whole plot. Yeah, he sounds, won't go drinking with him. So, but we ever find out why? Yeah, he says because he's he's just he's bored, He's boring. That's it but then it goes from there. Okay. Well, I'll have to see that. It's it sounds fun.
0: exhilarating.
1: <laughs> oh god. What's next? Colin's fattest Bobby story. Um, well, I mean me and me and Bob, I've been up to 248 myself, which for my uh size was pretty substantial and we would uh we would get into like these fat one time we were driving, we just drove to Penn State, Penn State it was 4 hours. We just stopped at a supermarket. Not at a 7-Eleven at a supermarket. Yeah. And we ate everything you could eat, just bags, of boxes of cheeses. And we just punched each other and ate the whole ride there and the whole ride back. And it was one of the most fun nights of all time.
0: That's why, like, I travel with these fucking sissy beds over here behind me. <laughs> and we used to fight each other. Yeah, we'd fight the whole yeah. trip. Yeah. Like, if I'm on the road with Joe Russell, it's like being with a fucking—literally, like, a bar stool. <laughs> like, if someone took a bar stool and stuck it on a
1: seat— it's the same energy. I told you, Joe. I've my greatest comedy ever written was all intro uh, outros of Joe. Really? Yeah. yeah. When I called him the, uh, I called him Socrates, Socrates' brother. <laughs> What'd you I call said, him tonight? Socrates' brother. I call him. Uh, I I call him. Uh, you know, greetings from Azuri Park because he looks like Springsteen in '76. I said he looked like the, the gay brother of the of the Saudi royal family that they sent to BU. <laughs> The best comedy I've ever written was about Joe Russell. Oh, you once said, the first time you saw me, you said, did I see you at a 1960s Vietnam protest? (laughs) Yeah, he looks like Abby Hoffman. (laughs) Yeah, Joe
0: looks like the bartender in Cruising, the Al Pacino movie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All
0: right, here we go. This is from Lou. You know Lou. Oh, Oh, I love Lou. Ever thought of doing a one-man show about polygamy? I'm willing to help with research.
1: Oh, I like her. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah, you like her. That's a nice, yeah. dirty dirty
0: question. I yeah, like you like that? Yes. Yeah. What do you you, you, you dick get hard with her? When Blue's you hear, beautiful. Yeah. And you hear a fucking wheelchair engine go off. Whoa. Yeah. She's damn hot. She's hot. It's hot. Yeah. She, she gave me a ride on her wheelchair at the last gig when I was at salt Shows. Yeah, it was really hot. She drove me right to the bathroom. I jumped on the back. You did? Yeah, jumped out the back. She's so
1: awesome. She's, she's fucking funny too. She's really the, funny. I mean comic funny. Yeah. Yeah. And she's I told nice. you she said it's to me that time, right? One time I was talking to her after the show, and I go, uh, yeah. I said, Oh God, I'm saying, you know, my legs are so skinny, yeah. you know, genetics, uh, and she goes, Yeah, tell me about bad genetics. I'd like to I'd be interested to hear. <laughs> she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She uh, deadpanned me with that one So funny David Marsha What's the scariest experience of your life? Good question
1: Oh Oh uh, Well of the ones I would tell in the air <laughs> You know Some of those scary experiences You can't really <laughs> tell them Until you're on your deathbed Yeah yeah right it's Your last and final fifth step Yeah you don't want to You know The um No just cause you know Yeah People are still You will get arrested <laughs>
0: People are still around
1: Right but I would say, um, I mean, one time uh, a guy uh, stabbed stabbed me in the side. You've been stabbed? Yeah, but only slightly. It wasn't. This is when I was a kid. I was no. like 15. Please don't ever touch. The guy just put fingers. the uh, just put the knife there and just cut me.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. fight What was he trying to get you to do? You suck his dick? No,
1: he's, he's trying to rob me. What'd you have? A quarter. I had fifty cents. <laughs> Did you give it to him? No. What'd you do? I, I ran. Once he stabbed me, I was just like his friend was holding me. Really? I just fucking busted free and ran.
0: Did you have to get stitches?
1: No, I never got stitches.
0: Just is it scar still there? No, I oh, can't see it no more. No. That's crazy. What about the time we we got shot at in Iraq? I mean, uh, in
1: Kuwait, Iraq. We were in Iraq. The best. That was great. Because I was in the, I was up front with Steve Byrne and I lean over to Steve Byrne and they're shooting at us and the guy said, you'll know this when this, when the, what, what did he say? Tell the beginning of that story. <sighs> when the ro-
0: when the flares go off. Yeah. When you see the flares go off, that means they're shooting rockets at us and yeah. those are going off. Yeah. So they'll, the the rockets are heat heat seekers and they'll hit the flares. Yeah, and I was in the back of the plane because the <laughs> fucking USO lady hated my guts. <laughs> she loved Steve because he, he loved Steve. God, uh, Steve was Asian. Steve at that age was very uh, lovable. He was a real twink. Yeah, he, he was. An Asian I mean, twink. dude, they loved Steve. She loved Steve. Yeah, she hated me. Yeah, this is my second tour with you. Yeah. And the first one was at DiPaolo.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. And we
0: got in a big trouble on that one. Big trouble. And we were, and this one, she didn't, and I, you know, she brought you up to the front because she had to. Yeah. He didn't like you either. She didn't like me, no. But she brought Steve up and she, I didn't get to go sit up on the front. I'm in the back. And they and, told us if the flares go off. Right. That I, means we're being shot at. I thought it was a sunset. Yeah. So I said to the guy next to me, the Marine, I go, hey, can you take my camera and take a picture of me with the sunset behind me? He goes... That he goes. That's not the sun. Those are rockets, idiot.
1: <laughs> we were, and then and I, so I'm, I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting with Steve up front, and there, we see this going on. We're like, oh my god, this is actually happening. And I lean over to Steve and I go, at least I can say I mi- I made it. You're never going to make it big. We're just never going to know if you were going to make it big. And his eyes are looking. At like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, we got that. We got um, here's one for you cue to Colin or maybe more respectful request can you please put your recent work last best hope small talk on Netflix or Amazon Prime or any international platform I've watched all your work including your 2004 appearance on ring my Bell by the great oh Nobel. God yeah, damn it they got me too dude they got me he got
1: on um, but I like the way he set it up he got me. They got me
0: with my ego. Yeah, I should have known by his fucking name. Fahad Alaquanti, <laughs> Tantanti, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, Michelle Trout, what is your memorable reaction? Uh, this is a good one. I'm going to save this one for last. What is the Black Clover the best television show ever? Is Black Clover the best devil show ever? Black is Clover? black, Black Clover the best television show ever. I don't know either. that show. I don't either. Have you ever black thought Mirror? of- have you ever thought, this is, is going to make you mad. Have you ever thought of releasing Tough Crowd on DVD?
1: Oh, yes, I have the total rights to it. That's why, I, that's why the minute it was off the air, I stopped putting it on or immediately and never ran reruns because I have the rights to it. What do you think?
0: Think it through, please. Uh, hang on. Don't, don't. You know what happens when you bite your finger? Yes. You black out a little bit. Yes. What's your favorite and most memorable interaction with the great, late, Norm McDonald.
1: Oh, I mean, there's so many, but like I was telling somebody the other day, like, Norm would get you to, like, uh, he'd say something, then get you to to change your mind and agree with him. And then when you agree with me, he, like, he'd get people to, like, want to, he say it. And then when, when they go, you're right, Norm, do it. I didn't tell you to do that. So, like, we went to, like, when we were in Boston shooting grown ups, we had all this time off. Nobody else had as much days off as we did because they were all on all the time of yeah. our friends. So we would be hanging out and he'd he wake up, I got to buy jeans. I need jeans. It's like, all right, we'll go to the jeans, you know, we'll go to the Lucky, <laughs> whatever the jeans store was at the time. And normal dress. So we go in the jeans store. He goes, I need jeans. He screams in the store. The guy's like, oh, and he sort of recognizes us. And there's people in the store. And then the guy goes, okay. And he goes, I need a size a. Uh, and the guy's like, well, uh, what are you about a, 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 a lot? Why are you checking me out? And the guy's like, no, no. And he brings him in jeans. He's like, well, you can go change in the back. What? Go, you know, into the changing booth. You want me to take my pants off? Are you telling me to go in the back so you can have me take my pants off? <laughs> and the guy's like, well, to change. And then he starts going to all the customers like, and hey, watch out for this guy. You don't want to get in. You don't want to get in the back of the room with this guy. He'll have your pants. He tries to take, get me to take my pants off in the middle of the store, and just he would distort it all. But it was all exactly what the person said, so they couldn't say no. I didn't say that. He would he would say it the way they said it, only you know it was, implying, yeah, yeah. He would just change. Uh-huh. It was exactly what they said. So it would be so funny. <laughs> and he had the whole store. Like they sort of were laughing, but it was just <laughs> kind of weird. But every place you went to, he would do that. Every place. Really? So he was just funny all the time. Always funny. Yeah. I mean, just funny in this like always offbeat in that way. You know? How
0: did you get how did he you got the job from him on SNL? Right? Yeah. Was, was that it was was that was he okay with that? No,
1: it was really ugly with us for a couple. Why? Days. Really? Because it was just weird, man. It was just weird. Why did they fire him? Well, you know, who kn- there's a million reasons that they would say, you know what I mean? Some people said the OJ stuff, but it was also, you know, he was like any other comedian. He's got defiance, you know, he'll just do what he's going to do. And Comic like, ego. No, well, yeah, but also just uh, anti-authority, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just does not like authority and you don't tell him what to do. And he just, you know, whatever whatever you tell somebody in comedy to do, they some usually want to do the opposite, you know? Yeah why we became comedians you know
0: right
1: yeah so that was just because we don't have bosses he's gonna be himself yeah we don't, want f-
0: we don't have to fucking ask somebody if we can do something we just wanna go that's do right. it that's right and get the results yeah and hopefully some somebody will pay you to do
1: it yeah I mean even on talk shows he's so funny but he's if they don't wanna go along when they go along it's great and luckily most of them understood that right but when people don't understand too bad he's going where he's going and he was right about most of the stuff
0: absolutely I mean, he was on the money. Yeah, which is crazy now. So funny. Yeah. And did you ever go on his pod his podcast? No, never.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Are you sad about that?
1: No, I am. Of course, you yeah.
0: Know. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, man. That's it. That wasn't that bad, was it? No. That Your was yearly uh, that was good visit to my show. Yes. It's almost like a prison. Yeah. It's like a you you. It's like uh, you're visiting me should hold hands put your hand up i love you you, man i love you i love you brother pick up the phone i love you (laughs) um so please please go check out colin quinn i mean listen he's a you know a legend i don't want to use that because someone else uses that on a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt is voss really a legend yes (laughs) should i call him real quick he's a legend should i call him and ask him (laughs) no he's just gonna anyways um uh listen you're you're the real legend man you are i mean there's nobody has ever said a bad word about you man everybody loves you everybody respects you and you're always changing the game you're always writing nobody works harder than you and you know I can't. I mean, I love you, man. You want to? You're one of the top, top three people in my life, you know, um, and on every aspect of it. You just, you just such a. You're one of the best people I've ever met, and I'm so glad. I know you hate doing these, but I'm so glad you came on. I'm going to buy tickets to my your show. Don't buy tickets. To let me take care of it. <laughs> I'll hook you up. When does when the show run to? It runs all of April. So we're in what? It's gonna. It's when we're in late February. It starts March thirtieth. So March thirtieth. So can you? All right, will you get me tickets? Yes. But like a Monday. Yes. What time's the show start? Seven. Fuck! Okay, I can't go. It's beautiful. I can't go. When not? I'm doing the bonfire Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh. I can oh, do Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I'll do Thursday. But I were I usually leave on Thursday. Oh. Um, I'm coming. I'm gonna make sure the we'll weekend. Figure it out. Huh? You'll be. You'll, I need a Thursday ticket. Yeah. I'm gonna bring Max and Dawn. Yeah. You want to walk down home? <laughs> if you fucking did something with my wife, <laughs> did you do something with my wife? Wow. Look at me. Wow. Did you give her a kiss on the cheek? Wow. Look at me. What are you looking over there for? What are you trying to remember?
1: I can't believe uh, I can't believe you're, you're asking me
0: this. I'm asking. Did you give her a kiss on the cheek? I can't. believe What are you holding your junk for? Where do you for? get your balls get your big enough?
1: Where do you get your balls big enough to ask me this? What? I don't know. I'm just wondering. I feel like I- a <laughs> Where do you get the I'm, balls, big enough? You called me. You called me. You asked me this. You call
0: me Jake Mulata. <laughs> Jake Milada. What the fuck, Jake? Jake. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's Listen, what I'm doing. Best. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Listen. And he goes, Joey. Yeah. You answered the question. You answered. All the que- you haven't answered the question. Yeah. You still haven't either. You haven't answered the question. I may have given her a kiss on the cheek. What? Of course.
1: You gave my wife a kiss on the cheek. You gave her a hug and a kiss on the cheek. You hugged her, or you uh, kissed her, or you both her? I gave her a hug and a kiss. What? How hug? Just a hug. What like-
0: kind of hug? The kind of hug where you're like... Did did your face go into her neck?
1: I was like, look, I know Bobby's out of town.
0: What? You're giving her a fucking pep talk? (laughs) You gave her a fucking pep talk? You should be happy your friends that walk your wife home. I should be. But I don't want (laughs) fucking the Saint Nick of all my friends that everybody fucking loves. Stop with this. You got to stop doing this. If you do this in your play, I'm going to throw... I'm going to throw something. You You did it... Three times during the Because show. it's addictive You got me doing it now too <laughs> Fuck it The bird The <laughs> <laughs> All right I gotta get out of here I love you an and I know We're fucking <laughs> here too long you. Colin Quinn Go check him out <laughs> oh, yes. Please we'll put all the information In the details It's right here Click on it Check him out On all the social media One of the funniest guys On social media From the get go The great Colin Quinn I love you buddy love Thanks you, so buddy. much Love you We're gonna take a picture real quick Comicwarebos.com sure. Robertkellylive.com I wanna thank all my guys over here Joe Russell uh. Mike V. Suarez uh, Who's with me at Tampa You got Max Mini Max You got Autistic Danny uh, Social media guy uh, Also very funny We're gonna put their Their links in here too You gotta go check these guys out Support their comedy Check them out They'll be with me on the road At the Pussycat You guys are the best fans in the world We'll see you next week You know what The Podcast Later You've
1: been listening To the YKWD Podcast Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty.